Federal government's trying to crack down on class actions. Kim Jong-un alive and well. And the New South Wales government's big plan. Hello and welcome to the Batuta Advocates Daily News Bulletin. It's Wednesday the 26th of August. My name is Wendell Hussey and joining me to bring you the biggest stories from the 24-hour news cycle we live in is Errol Parker. Good morning, good afternoon or good evening wherever it is you are listening to this show from. I hope you're all doing well. We'll kick off today with some national news and it's been revealed that our free market anti-regulation federal government is suspiciously keen on regulating class actions for some reason. Does seem a bit odd, doesn't it? That our government, who is always preaching that it doesn't like to interfere in business matters and wants to let the market regulate itself, is now trying to clamp down on class actions. They're apparently trying to make victims who join class actions become classified as and I quote, investors. So the people and firms who run them have to have a specific financial license. It does seem quite strange, but large corporations who are the subject of class actions are often pretty defenseless. So I think it makes sense for the government to try and offer them a little bit of assistance there. Anyway, moving on to some international news and ding dong, the Supreme Leader is not dead. Kim Jong-un has appeared in a North Korean state media video to debunk any rumours about his health. Massive story this one. There have been rumours floating around all week in the Western media that Kim has gone into a coma and his sister is trying to seize power. However, the championship wrestler and only national leader that can slam dunk appeared yesterday in a video to quash those rumours. And while he did seem to have strings attached to his arms and mouth, and a set of eyes painted on, a North Korean state reporter said that that is totally normal because he likes to watch his enemies while he sleeps. Mm -hmm. A real weekend at Kimmy Jong's type of stuff, Wendell. But if he's got a set of painted on eyes, he could come down and referee a few games in our local rugby league competition, don't you, don't you think, Wendell? Piss on, that'd be great. <laughs> Wrapping up with some news from down south and the state government behind the Ruby Princess, Asbestos Ferries, and Sydney Football Stadium is now keen to start digging up uranium. Yes, Wendell, that's right. Apparently, the New South Wales government wants to lift a 33-year ban on uranium mining and nuclear power down there, which does raise some concerns, given their track record on infrastructure and public health. I'd just be concerned that the New South Wales government might be handing out the policing of uranium to private certifiers, like it does with the building industry. Yes, and they might get the Parramatta River concerned with the Pilbara when they go to dump the nuclear waste after it's been spent. You know, that, that, that is an issue that I think the New South Wales government should keep their eye on, not to get those two mixed up. Could be potentially dangerous and make the Opal Tower crisis look like nothing at all. Anyway, moving on to our quote of the day now, and it comes from Anglican Archbishop Glenn Davies, who is opposed to the vaccine that Australia has supposedly secured from AstraZeneca because it is being developed from fetal tissue. He said this. We need a vaccine for the coronavirus. Let me make that abundantly clear. Where abortion tissue is being used unethically, uh, that is the concern that I have. I think that be, most people of faith would have an objection to this. If you don't take one life for another life just because uh, you think it's going to save someone. Yeah, I heard about that, Wendell, and uh, he's got his concerns because this vaccine um, um, might have uh, byproducts that come from aborted fetuses, and of course, being a man of the cloth, he's pretty against that type of thing. So 
as opposed to him going and getting vaccinated. If he does get kissed by the pangolin and does get that Hubei spicy lung, he'll have to pray the corona away. Oh, well, good luck to him. Hopefully it works out. But that's all for us here today at the Matilda Advocates Daily News Bulletin. We'll be back again tomorrow with all of the biggest stories you need to know. Until then, enjoy this next one. Jack Harlow in Spotify's Your Daily Drive.